ball inbounded to Clay Thompson. The buzzer sounds. Series is over. Big hug and Jokic and Draymond Green will battle this entire series. Both a lot of respect. Jokic giving Draymond a good hug and a pat on the chest. Now he'll hug Stephen Curry. Streamers come down from on high. We're going to get the headset on. And it's the uh, the right headset this time. Clay can hear us. I can hear you. We're gonna make this the Clay Show, I think. I think we're gonna do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you're so, right. So tell me a, a little bit about, you know, the the uh, box and one when you were guarding Jokic tonight. We thought it was one of the the keys to this game. Tell me a little bit about that and, and what you were trying to do there. Uh, I mean, he's so hard to handle uh, any spot on the floor, and I thought. Coach just wanted me to shadow him. I'm good at that. Um, I just try to make it tough for him, put, put my hands on him. And uh, just, I mean, he's a heck of a player, man. You know, I asked you about this earlier in the series. I'm going to ask you about it again. How how much fun have you had playing playoff basketball yet again? It's been so fun. Uh, it's been a dream, really. I mean, every day in the gym, squats, calf raises, Days on end, it's been worth every single moment, and I'm not satisfied yet. We're going to enjoy it tonight, but scout that T-Wolves Memphis series. What was the key in the fourth quarter? You guys really got into them defensively and made it difficult for them. What did you guys do there in the fourth? Yeah, he said it, Tom. We just uh, we just locked in on that side of the ball. We didn't let them didn't let them get uh, as easy looks and. Then we pushed in transition, and uh, my goodness, how incredible was uh, Gary Payton tonight? How about that three? Unbelievable, man. He's, <laughs> I mean, we needed every one of his buckets, and he was a, what a factor. Absolutely. I thought one of the keys in the second half was you guys stopped fouling, and they stopped getting to the free throw line. They had 20 free throw attempts in the first half, only nine in the second half. Was that a point of discussion in the at halftime? Oh, no question. Keep them off the foul line. Uh, push the ball, but we let it. We kept them in the game with those fouls, and I mean, can't believe I have four steals and a block tonight. Who said I can't still play defense? <laughs> Nine so, rebounds as well. Uh, yeah. So I gotta ask you, if you saw Jokic like for the first time, the first time you laid eyes on him, and you're at the park, how many shots would it take to, for him to make before you actually thought? he'd make those shots because he takes some of the toughest shots behind his head and I'm like Man. oh that's just money <laughs> uh, I mean his touch is incredible isn't uh, it you can't uh, I mean you would see him and you're like oh I'm gonna go out this dude but <laughs> checking him on the defensive end is a, it's exhausting he's huge it is it's amazing and, and Clay it's great to see you back out there go have fun and uh, good luck with your scouting of that game on Friday night will do thanks fellas thanks right. Clay thank you man Clay Thompson, always great to talk to Clay. 102-98 was your final. The Warriors had to fight every inch to get this one tonight. And to close out the Denver Nuggets, they move on to the Western Conference semifinals. They'll take on either the Minnesota Timberwolves or the Memphis Grizzlies. That's going to be to be determined now. Memphis leading that series three games to two. And, I mean, I have to tell you, if you're an NBA fan and um, you never – hear me try to push people into a different medium uh, from our beloved radio, but uh, you want to watch that game because it, that series has been fantastic so far between those two. So we have to wait on that. But what's, before we're getting a little ahead of ourselves, let's, let's talk a little bit about tonight. And 
just you know the, savor this one a little bit. The excitement of moving on, you know. But the uh, you know I just thought well first of all I thought Denver really decided after game two that they're going to try to punish the Warriors inside, yep. and for, to a certain amount it was it was successful. And and I thought with the personnel they had, I thought they really came up with a great game plan for Wait, a while. Look at their centers. 20 yeah. for 30, 49 points between Jokic and Cousins. I mean, they were really, really good. They just didn't really get much from anybody on the perimeter. And they were only 6 for 29 from 3. That was huge. The Warriors weren't great. 17 for or 13 for 31. That's pretty damn good, I, I should say, 42%. Uh, they got better as the game went on. But that's a plus 21 right there. And then they stopped fouling. They only give up nine free throw attempts in the second half, so that didn't really come back to to bite them. They kept them off the glass, the offensive glass, in the fourth quarter. Uh, all the work that Gordon did early in the game, he did none of it really in the fourth quarter. He did a lot of it toward the end of the third with the offensive rebounds, and then after that, that was it. He didn't get any of the layups, didn't get any of the runs to the bucket. The one time he dribbled into the bucket, he threw it out and ended up being a turnover. So the defense really started kind of locking in on guys and Jokic still got his and did his stuff but what are you going to do it's it's not easy keeping that guy off the off the free throw line out of the paint he's just he's tough to handle so I I thought Steph Curry kind of did his thing so are we having a house party yeah we we, we have like a debate going on <laughs> we here having a because house party in the back I, you know I don't know it's you know how come I wasn't invited the to one, our, to the, our house the, party. The one thing, <laughs> the one thing we wanted was was a booth with our own door, so we wouldn't have the the traffic flow that we have in here now. Yeah. So. Anyway. Well, I would say this though: it is it is hard when people are talking into a mic to realize they're doing something. I mean, I I can understand making that mistake. They're just professionals. Like, they just, they're in the business. Like, they should know better. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Strike they work that. in the same market Strike that we that do. Strike that from the jury. Disregard that comment then that I just made. The magic Lantern Boys. <laughs> hey, how you guys uh, doing? What's going on? Hey, what's yeah. up, yeah. What's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> how you guys doing anything uh, here? No, that was no, a heck no, of a game, wasn't it? I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, exactly. God. Hey, did you guys catch Goodness. that? Uh, whoa. Did you see the <laughs> yeah. two-for-one special they had over there? It was incredible. <laughs> they got the pizza and the little... Have you guys uh, been to the team store? The little mini bites. Man. But they were just... they you know, too deep, uh, and, and too many players that could do different stuff. And then they had Steph, and Steph was the closer tonight. Yeah. He had the ball in his hands. And, look, I know Gary Payton made that shot. Huge shot. They're up two. That pushed it to five. Massive point of the game. But they did that because they didn't want to leave Steph. I mean, they just hugged up to Steph, so Gary Payton had a wide-open three. And all credit to him for hitting that shot. But you get that shot because you have Steph. And then Steph uh, got to the rim on the right hand, got to the rim on the left hand. He was really good and ultimately had a a really efficient night. 30 points on 22 22 field goal attempts. So, you know, it wasn't all that efficient for a while. And then toward the end, it became a lot more efficient. But they just grinded this one out, grinded it out, hung in there battled with them through some turnovers and some adversity and then found a way to close it out with their defense. That was their lowest, the lowest scoring quarter for the Nuggets was the 20. And that was the fourth quarter. And again, 
four of those points were gimmies. Like right, we don't right even care. Just yeah. take them. Yeah, the you want to you want to get a two? Get a two. And they got two of those. So in reality, real time points that mattered, they hold them to sixteen. And did a really nice job with their defense in well, that fourth. You know, one of the things, and, and it's easier said than done because, you know, we're sitting up here and they're down there. But mm-hmm. one of the things the Warriors are going to have to be, they're going to have to be that kind of defensive team the rest of the way. They're going to have to be that yep. team because they're not a big team. And so they have to uh, to, to scrap and to fight and, and to do all those things. Jason Kosmicki, the great voice of the Denver Nuggets, comes by to see uh, – See, goodbye. thank you, Jason. Appreciate yeah. it, man. So, yep. Have a great summer. Safe travels. Yep. All right, man. Jason Kazmicki coming in. Nice of him to come in and say goodbye. But um, you know, it's it's. But that's a, that's the kind of team they're going to have to be. The Warriors going to have to be that scrappy team. Yep. They, they've because they can't do it with size and strength. They're going to have to do it with fight and with you know being uh, tenacity and 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 the other thing you know that. They have to take advantage of what they can do, and that is if a guy, you know, big puts the ball on the floor or brings the ball down, they've got to take that ball away. Yeah. And so. Um, and, and look, the rebounding, we touched on it. you got to put a body on somebody. Yep. You know, they, they might not, uh, they might get out-rebounded, and they might give up some offensive rebounds from time to time. But it can't be a case if you're not putting a body on a guy like Aaron Gordon who can jump out of the gym and expect you're going to out-jump this guy to get a rebound. Uh, you, you got to check him with your forearm, turn around, see him coming, and everyone's got to fight and scrap and claw for those rebounds. And they did in the fourth quarter. That's why they didn't give up an offensive rebound in the fourth quarter. I mean, they, they got after it. I think they looked up and saw, okay, we got 12 minutes to get this done. We better really focus in on the things that we need to do. And and they did. And it was impressive. So on to Memphis or Minnesota, that's been a fun series to watch. Oh my goodness, yeah. I mean, you know, if you're if you're Minnesota, you're thinking, okay, we gave away one game where we had two twenty point leads. Yeah, we lose a game, you know, literally at the buzzer almost in in Memphis on the John Morant score. Yep. The other night, and they, they got to feel like, hey, we should be up three two. Now we should maybe the series should be over. Yeah, we should, you know, very so. well could be. And I'll tell you what, both those teams have really good coaches. Yeah, Pinch is good and Jenkins is good, really good. It took me a while to catch on to the T Wolves, but they've been better defensively, and we know the talent they have. You know, and 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 this is like, um, you know, when you talk about teams and you know how they fit, you know, you you look at at certain teams in in like if I was, um, you know, the if I were like I say a general manager and say I look at the Brooklyn Nets. I'm looking for a David West type or an Al Horford type for that team next year. Some guy that's going to be like he's going to well, when things get a little dicey, a little rocky, he's going to be the one settling the room down and getting everybody to focus on the job at hand. And I, I think with Minnesota, he's he's a little he's not necessarily that guy, but he brought that kind of presence. Pat Beverly's been a big difference in that locker room. Yeah. I mean, because they're, most of those guys are young. They haven't been through what Beverly's been through in his career. They didn't have to fight for their careers the way Beverly has had to fight for his career. And so I, I think he's been huge for them. I think they have a different aura around them because of the arrival of that guy. I think you're right. So, And then you got McDaniels and Vanderbilt, guys that are long and lengthy and can get after you and play some defense. So either way, it's only going to get tougher as you move on, as as it should. 
Uh, but that's been a fun series to, to watch because you're watching two young teams trying to grow up, uh, making some mistakes. Like, you look at the last two plays of last night's game, right? I mean, Clark made a mistake in not firing out earlier at Edwards and letting right. him get in a wide-open three. Great play by Finch, though. I mean, that was a, oh, re- yeah. was a oh, really nice play. Like, oh. Really nice play. And, again, that's, that's one where you look back at, oh, this guy went here. Oh, it's yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you hit the three, and then you come back and go for the steal <laughs> on the top side and leave a wide-open lane to go to the house. It's like, oh, no, you can't do what? And that's that's the youth, right? Yeah. Like, you start, you figure that stuff out. I don't need a steal here. I just need to stay in front of him. Right. And make him make a tough shot, make a move. The clock's going to run out. He's going to have to force something. Give ourselves more than likely five more minutes instead of going for the home run play and get a steal and dunk and you win the game and, you know, you get the confetti and all that kind of stuff. But that has been, uh, that's been fun. I've really enjoyed that series. Of course, it's one of the only series out there where everybody seems to be healthy. Yeah. You get to watch all the yeah. players on the court that are supposed to be on the court. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, and that's, that, that to me, that's, it's, that's part of the deal that, that it happens every playoff run. And it's it's really it's it's part of the equation, you know. Like I, I like the when the Warriors won in fifteen, I, I was on a talk show afterwards. And I know we all were doing a, a bunch of those back yep. then, but uh, they were asking me, "Well, what do you think? You know, the the were they lucky because uh, Irving was hurt and Kevin Love was hurt?" And I said, "Well, you know what it was," and I, I I always use the example of the Showtime Lakers and the Bad Boys when they played in, in their three straight NBA Finals. Well, the Lakers won one when Isaiah Thomas rolled an ankle, had an unbelievable Game 6, but was hobbled in Game 7. And then the following year, they, made, they meet again, and this time Byron Scott goes down, and Magic Johnson goes down, and I think Detroit swept that one. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it was like, you know, the, the, you, you, if, you, if you don't mention those injuries, then you can't look at somebody else's title and say, oh, well, they won it because of injury. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's just part of the deal. It's part of the, what happens. So. You could almost go back and talk about, I'm trying to think, the, the Warriors, like just about every year, it's seemingly there was something that happened that you could go back and take a look at. From what you mentioned to the very end, when they lost to the Raptors and they got hurt. Yeah. And all that. Well, Curry went down in Houston that one year. He slipped that in 2016. He went down in Houston. Slipped in the wet spot. And then you had Chris Paul going out and he, with, against the Warriors. Right. Iguodala went out that same series against Houston. I mean, just yeah. like, you can go on and yeah. on. Yeah. You, Curry, if you want to, you can just keep going over and over and over. Curry got hurt and then came back in a Portland series. Correct. I think it was like 17 or 18. And, uh, yeah, so every year. There's every year. On, so. But it seems to be like over the last, like, seven, eight years, even more so than it used to be when I was growing up watching basketball. But I always hope for this. Whether the Warriors win or lose, obviously I'd love to see them win. I just want everyone to be healthy. Yeah. I want every team to have the best shot that they have going into the playoffs. And then if you win, you win, you lose, you lose. But it's always a bummer to see players hurt. Like, I, I can't wait to watch the Celtics and the Bucks. But is Middleton coming back? When's he coming back? I don't know when he's coming back. Right. It'd be great to see him uh, be back. You talk, so. you talk about top five, top ten, all, all you know, underrated players. Middleton's on that. He's he good. Really good. He's really, really good. He'll hit big shots for you. Great, great mid-range jump shooter. And that's going to that's gonna be a fun series. Because I don't know that if I was reseeding, if I was reseeding right now, 
for playoff odds, like favorites to win the whole thing. Are you in favor of reseeding, by the way? No, no, no I'm talking about just reseeding odds, uh, like okay. like if you were wagering in Vegas, stuff like that. And, yes, of course I'm in favor of reseeding. What yo-yo thinks you shouldn't recede? Seriously. Adam Silver line and, one, please. Well, then Adam's wrong on this one. It's just, it's, no, one, no one has an NBA playoff bracket. No one does that. No one plays playoff brackets at home. It's not the NCAA tournament. If you're the highest team left, the oh. highest seeded team left, you should play the lowest seeded team left. That gets common sense. Everybody, every league does that. I don't know why the NBA is stuck on these brackets. It's just like, what are we doing here? Is it like, you tell me. Will there be a bracket? You're, you're Mr. NBA. Will, will you they, tell me. Why do they do this? Uh, tradition, Tom. Tradition. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and have steak for Thanksgiving, okay? Will they have, it doesn't matter. But the question is, will they have brackets for the midseason tournament that they're going to hold? No, if they have that, I'm quitting. And, and, although I may come with you because it's in Vegas. It's so a may, maybe I won't show up. <laughs> I mean, that's that. that don't don't oh. get me started. Don't try to wind me up. <laughs> 3 a.m. Yeah. The Tolbert House. I can't believe they're going <laughs> But tell me, shouldn't they recede? I, I think so, though. Because it, what it does is it it rewards the teams at the top. Yes. Yep, it rewards and it's the teams incentive that, that, for the regular season. Absolutely, yeah. Exactly. It's more it, incentive. It, Anyway, like I said, every other league does it. I don't know why the NBA doesn't, uh, why they don't do it, but we'll see. I know. So if I was receding for odds, like odds to win the NBA championship, I'm not so sure I wouldn't make the Celtics a favorite right now. Oh, yeah. I, I, from what I'm I've seen you. from them. Yep. Like to me, the three favorites are Warriors, Suns, and Boston. And Milwaukee's kind of right there. They'd be my yep. fourth. Those yeah, would be my that'd be, that'd be my group of four. Now they play each other in this round. Phoenix and uh, Golden State wouldn't play each other until the uh, conference finals. But yeah, I mean, look, it's not a coincidence that Boston's as good as they are. They've been good since January first, aren't they? Number one in offensive and defensive efficiency since the start of the first of the year. I think so. RC I Davis mean, is nodding yes. He would. That's know. a. It's a so. large sample size. We're not talking a couple yeah. weeks here. We're talking a few months that they've been doing it. And how they looked against uh, Brooklyn was was really, really, really impressive. But, uh, you know, the Warriors and, and the Suns, and look, I don't want to discount that. I think the Grizzlies are really, really good. They've shown a few cracks, uh, the youth, because uh, it took me a while to buy into them. Because I kept saying, yeah, they're good, but they're young. I well, still think they're pretty good. Well, we'll all be uh, watching on Friday to, to see what happens in that that one and see if it goes seven. I, I you know, I have no expectation that it's going to be a, a Memphis, you know, wrap up on on Friday night. I, you know, it could easily go seven in that series. So. I would guess it's going seven. Yeah, that, so. that would be my guess. Are we getting the wrap up? Yeah, we're getting the hook. Oh, wow, dang, we're having yep. a good time. It's playoffs, and I, know, I guess uh, RC doesn't want us on. Anything. RC wants to get to the you know the late night special at Denny's or Waffle House or something. So. Wow, <laughs> moons over my hammy. <laughs> moons over my hammy. Let's talk about Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about uh, the Denny's late night menu. There you go. So that's what it sounded like walking through here. Denny's late night oh, menu. It, it, yeah, it sounds like we're at, we're at the club here. It, just, it, is there a party going on out there? I don't know. <laughs> All is I there, know is that people just keep going opening on out doors, there. You know, 
RC's giving directions to people back there. So. <laughs> All right. We have to go. Uh, we have to go. So. Okay. I will see you. I don't know when. Don't know when. Don't know where. So we like to say stay tuned. We don't know where. We don't know when. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> Talk to you. See ya. Tom Tolbert, 102.98 Warriors with a win.